Three, two, one. What's up, audio cannabinoids? This is your boss, DJ Ross Kurt, aka Mikey Lounsbread, here with another installment of the Audio Cannabis Entertainment Podcast. And today, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, what what it takes to to be a DJ. Not not specifically what it takes to be a DJ, but more more or less what it takes to run a mobile DJ business. You know, um, I haven't been in the mobile DJ game that long, you know, but um, shouts out to all my brothers and sisters out there who have been doing it for like 20, 30 years and plus, you know what I mean? And um, they've happened to make a successful living off of DJing, you know, entertaining people, you know. And um, it's not an easy task. It's not an easy task. I know most of the time you get along, you get to the dance and, you know, it's going good. You see the guy behind the tearing tables or whatever back there. And, you know, he's doing this, he's doing that. And, you know, a lot of people sometimes they, you know, look and sneer and, oh, he's playing that trashy song. And, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. But um, there's a lot of there's a lot of respect that needs to be paid to the DJ, you know. And um, I'm here to give you a little insight about why you should respect these people so much. You know, number one reason is because um, they're controlling the party. (laughs) They're controlling the party. And, you know, you always have that one person in the crowd that is adamant about having their song played. You know, the party's going, it's nice, everybody's dancing or wine. And someone comes up out of left field like, yo, you really got to play this Taylor Swift, man. I know it's going to hit, man. It's my favorite song, man. Or, or you know what I mean? Or, or whatever it is, you know. And they come out of nowhere and just like mad dog you all night long because you didn't play their song, you know. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot more respect needs to be paid to the DJ, you know. And uh, especially the mobile DJ. The mobile DJ has it pretty rough, people. I'm going to tell you now, if it's a backyard party or if it's a, you know, a a regular party, you know, you're throwing a party, whatever. It's a little bit easier for the mobile DJ. Now, when you get into uh, weddings, anniversaries, quinceañeras, stuff like that, then it becomes a lot more complicated because, uh, you know, the, the DJ has to collaborate with photography um, cake cutting, ceremonies, you know, um, all kinds of things that you might not think that the DJ is involved in is definitely involved because it's controlling the music, it's controlling the atmosphere for the whole entire function. From the time you get there to the time you pass out <laughs> in your in in your car, if you if you got an Uber or whatever it is, you're driving home. Guess what? Guess you what? That DJ still at the event wrapping things up and it's a lot of things that go into it from beginning to end you know the dj meets with the client you know and and then they start planning out the event from there so even well before you even get there i'm I'm talking like a year to six months before you even get to the party or maybe even heard about the party it's been planned out and the dj is working with the client and um you know it, it it takes a lot it takes a lot of patience it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of collaboration and um you know it's something that i i've, I've dealt with 
um, I'm continuing to deal with, you know, on my mobile gigs, you know, and um, it is a lot of fun, but trust me, it's a lot of work. Um, DJs charge a lot, you know, well, we don't charge a lot. We we charge what we feel that we're worth for that event, you know, Um, I hear a lot of people, a lot of remarks like, yo, man, your prices are steep. You know, I'm going to go find somebody else. And I don't know about you, but if you're active on social media, you might have seen these memes where there's like this little little radio box, you know, little cassette player. And uh, it says at the top, you know, uh, <laughs> the DJ charges $1,000. Oh, I got a better DJ, you know, and it's showing the little radio. <laughs> you know, you pay for what you get for. Um, I'm sorry, you get what you pay for. And um, in a lot of cases, that's very, very true. You know, yeah, you can you can bypass a DJ if you want to. You can just go ahead and run your whole your whole event on the backs of a, a transistor radio or whatever else it is, an iPod and all this stuff. But you got to think about what you're really what you're really getting. You know, who's going to MC your event? You know, who's going to who's going to come out and set up everything? Who's going to put up the lights for you? You know, the entertainment lights, the boogie lights, the disco lights, you know. Who's going to come out and make sure all your guests are taken care of? You know, provide ambiance, lighting, fog, you know, all that stuff. Bubbles, if you're into bubbles and all that stuff, you know. So the DJ provides all those things. And, um, you know, we really, really get uh, the shaft when it comes to payment for, for our gigs. You know, you have to think of the cost of equipment, um, the cost of travel, setup and breakdowns, um, dealing with special requests and, you know, getting special songs, depending on, you know, the ceremony. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go into um, bringing a, a, a successful event to the people out there. You know, we have to deal with a lot of stuff, man. You know, there's there's a lot of people who used to DJ back in the day. And as soon as they see see me behind the boards, they love to come up and just, you know, yo, man, I remember when I used to DJ back in the day, man. And they look back there and see if I'm if I have my MIDI controller or, if you know, if I have my MIDI controller at a gig, which I like to use because it's a lot simpler. It's a lot easier for me to, to, to transport than my turntables. Then they'll come back there and they'll look, they'll sneer, they'll, oh man, back in my days, you know, you get all that stuff, man. Back in my days, we used to use turntables and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man, I got my old setup back at home, man. Don't worry about it, man. This is just for the people, man. And, you know, and the majority of people don't really care about what type of ind- equipment that you have, you know what I mean? They just want to hear some good tunes, they want to have a nice time, they want to dance, they want to they wanna mingle, they want to do this do that and they don't really care what you're performing on you know so you know it, it's not it's not a big deal but to some people you know you always got that one guy that one drunk uncle or, or whatever that would love to come up and just talk to me about you know how better he had it back in the days you know and, and it's 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 a trip you know it's a real trip it's kind of a treat as as well you know because you get to you get to deal with those people but um you know, you also get to deal with those drunk uncles who who are just like, you know, they come up with a drink and they've had way too much to drink and they're just swashbuckling all over the place and just like inches from spilling stuff all over the equipment. And, uh, you know, you, you really got to watch the vocabulary 
dealing with these people. So, you know, the mobile DJ has to deal with a lot of stuff, man, a lot of caution with the cost of equipment and everything. And so, you know, we have to charge a bit more, you know, to cover our cost, to cover our time, you know, to cover our and, you know, and even in my in my agreements that I go that I go and I set forth with the client, you know, I, I include cleanup and set and set up and breakdown fees and all this and that you know and it's, it's all included you know and after the gig you know I'll, I'll help with the you know putting the tables and chairs away you know i'll even clean up you know some trash here and there you know just to help everything go a lot more smooth for the event and usually the host is you know very very competent of that and and appreciates that you know it, it really gets the extra mile and and as a in a business sense, it creates a repertoire between, I'm sorry, a relationship between the customer and I to have them invite me back out for another event, you know. And it's just naturally that's just something that I do, you know. You know me, and you know I, I like to help people out on a regular basis, and um, you know that's just something that I do, you know. Also, you gotta you gotta think about the DJ, uh, MCing the event. You know, hosting this, introducing this person, introducing that person, making sure the microphones are not giving any feedback, making sure that everything is crystal clear and, you know, and keeping the keeping the event moving along in a, in a nice fashion, you know, in a smooth fashion where there's no hiccups, there's no dead time, there's no, you know, OK, well, what are we going to do next? This, that and the other. That's when the DJ comes in and says, OK, well, how about we do this, blah, 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 you know, and offer some solutions. So, you know, you got to you got to really respect the um, the DJ, especially the mobile DJ. And a club DJ is a little bit different. Club DJ is a little bit different because they have a house system and all they have to do basically is just plug in, you know, their either their laptop or, you know, or their USB files or whatever. And then they have their system already set up. But the mobile DJ, you know, he brings, I bring all of my stuff, you know, I bring my stuff out depending on what they want. You know, I might bring some, uh, some 12 inch speakers, you know, or my 15 inch cabinets and set those things up, you know, and depending on what else the customer is asking for. You know, if they want lights, then I have to set up the lights. If they want, you know, a, a light wash, then I set up the light wash, you know, all kinds of things that go into, um, uh, you know, setting up things and, 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 and everything. So it's, it's a, it's a big, uh, it's a big thing. Whereas, uh, you know, I'm just saying it, it, there's, there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of work to be done in, in mobile DJ and an event. And, um, you know, that should be recognized by a majority of people, uh, when they're planning out their next event, you know what I mean? So, you know, keep in mind, keep in mind of how, you know, you, you get at a party. Uh, keep this in mind next time you go to another party, you know, you know, think about what boss DJ says, you know, OK, he's got to do this. He's got to do that. And then look around the DJ set, you know, look at look around where they're playing at and notice all the wires that we have to set up, you know, all the power, all this and all that, you know, and get everything right. Notice, notice and, and see if the DJ, if, if he if he is even spinning wax, 
uh, you know, records for people out there that don't know. If he is really indeed spinning wax, then check out and see if his, you know, how his setup is. Is it sloppy? Is it neat? You know, it, that, what does a DJ look like? Is he is he dressed nice? Is he dressed casual? Or did he just come with a t-shirt and flip-flops depending on the event, you know? Sometimes myself and Selector will go out there in t-shirt and flip-flops, you know, but it'll be a reggae event, <laughs> You know what I mean? And it'll be at, it'll usually, usually be at Gallagher's, you know, if we're dressed. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it all depends. It all depends on what the, uh, what the event is, you know, and, 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 but, you know, really, really check the DJ next time you go to an event, you know, let me slow down. I'm getting a little, a little bit ahead of myself. I'm getting very, very amped up talking about this. I, re- I really appreciate this platform, Anchor FM anchor.fm you know um for allowing us to uh to broadcast on but yeah next time you go to an event check out the dj check out his setup you know and um and and think about think about what really goes into dealing with people providing entertainment for people and think about think about this think about this when you're going home you know, you're tired, your feet are hurting, this, that, and the other. Usually nine times out of ten, that DJ is still there at the venue, breaking down equipment, walking all the way from the parking lot, back into the hall, you know, bringing all this stuff, bringing this, bringing that, you know, making sure all his stuff is still functioning. You know, it takes a lot of work to provide entertainment, mobile entertainment for people at an event or function. You know, quinceañeras are even, whoa, man, they're even worse than that. <laughs> I don't like doing quinceañeras, but they're, they're even worse than that because then you have to get, you know, you have to coordinate things with, you know, the pictures and the band and, you know, other guest MCs and stuff like that. So it's, there's a lot of work involved is what I'm saying. You know, and I just want people out there to respect the DJ, um, mobile or club or whatever, you know, bedroom DJ too. You know, they got a little bit of work to do, you know, but um, keep in mind that there's a lot of things that you don't realize behind the scenes. What you're seeing is just a face. You know, there's a lot there's a lot of other things that go down um, in order to bring a good a good affair, a great, any type of entertainment and performance for your ears and for your eyes, you know, lots of things that go down, lots of things that go down, you know, emceeing the event, special requests, you know, and, and, and it all depends, it all depends on, uh, you know, oh, don't forget about the cost of travel. Oh yeah, we gotta come from someplace, right? We don't, <laughs> we don't just live there. We're not a resident DJ, so you know if you if you ha- if you live in uh, the city of I don't know, uh, let's say you live in the city of Huntington Beach, you know, and then you go to a party in Los Angeles, you know, think about the travel that you have to do. You talk to the DJ and say, Hey DJ, you know how you know where are you from? This that another. Oh man, I'm playing right now in Los Angeles, man, but I live out in Laguna Beach. You know, think about how far the DJ has to travel before and after the event. You know, it's it's a job. It's a job and we choose to do it. I'm not I'm not I'm not shooting that down. But, you know, it's it's not 
the job everybody thinks that you can just easily do. You know, it takes a lot of talent and skill. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of know-how. It takes a lot of dealing with people. Lots of preparation. And um, lots of uh, energy. We have to bring the energy. Just think if you go to a, a, a party and the DJ's back there and he's just like, you know, he's just raw dog vex all, all, all night long you're gonna feel that energy you know you're gonna feel that energy and uh it won't be a nice thing it won't be a nice thing you know one 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 this, this man i know called the teacher dj gregory g man he brings energy everywhere he goes man everywhere he goes it's great soul and you can always catch him smiling you know and having fun with his craft you know DJ Johnny Aftershock, he does the same thing. He does the same thing. The man's so professional. He's so professional. Dressed to a T. Great DJs, you know. Great DJs. And I'm, I'm proud to know these people. And, um, and you know, and give you an instance. So if you're looking for a reggae DJ, call up myself. <laughs> Shameless plug here. Call up myself. Call up DJ Gregory G. You know, if you're looking for an 80s DJ, call up DJ Johnny Aftershock. DJ Satisfaction. You know. Yeah, these guys, especially this one right here, won't steer you wrong. You know what I mean? Won't steer you wrong. But um, we're almost out of here. We're almost out of here. I don't want to make this too long and too long-winded. Um, but I just want to let you guys know, um, you know, the, how 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 it is. A, a little paint a little picture about how it is to to, to DJ. You know, especially a mobile DJ. Cause it's very, it's, it's very hard, but it's really easy. You know, anything that you do long enough, you know, you become accustomed to doing certain things and it gets easier with time. But, um, you know, from the outside looking in for all the people out there, I have a great recommendation for you. Just give the DJ a little more respect and a little bit more love, you know, because it's, it's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. It's not easy. You know, a lot of people get out of the game real quick. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen DJs where, you know, they go and they grab this, they grab that. They go out to a couple of parties and they're done the next time. You know, I see them, hey, what happened to, you know, are you still playing? Oh, no, nah, I gave that up. I gave that up. It's too much, too much work. You know, I'm like, wow. You know, some people, you know, you don't, if you don't have it, you don't have it. That's all there is to it. You know, if it's not in your soul, it's not going to come through. You know, you have to go through tracks, music tracks, and, you know, know your music. You know, you have to know your music, know your equipment, know your craft, along with everything else out there, man. You can't, you're not going to see a professional welder who just does this, you know, like every now and then. No, they do it each and every time to the fullest. And they get paid top dollar to do that. And so does the DJ. So does the DJ. So when you're out there shopping for DJs for your next event... Okay, um, make sure you do your homework. You know, see how long the DJ's been playing, how long they've been spinning, how long they've been doing the type of event that you want them to do. You know, where their credibility is. Um, you know, yeah, check them on the price too, because if you know if if they're, if they're charging you five hundred dollars for a backyard party, and they only been pay- and they only been playing for six months. <laughs> You know what I mean? You just, you really got to check up on some things, man. You really got to check up on some things. So do your homework, people. Respect the DJ. And 
Stay strong, people. Till next time, this is your boss, DJ Ross Kurt, a.k.a. Mikey Lambsbread, Audio Cannabis Entertainment. And I want to say everybody out there, be strong, have a happy 2020, and uh, catch you on the next podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bless up, everybody. And like we say in the old gold studio, vroom.